Welcome to Critical Geeks, my name is Neil, I will be your host today, and joining me as always is Ryan, he's the Overwatch skin, you already have, and Daniel, he's the Division 1 player when you're hoping for Lionel Messi on FIFA. You should have a golden waistcoat when you're saying that, like a glittery waistcoat. It wouldn't really anyone would see what you'd run down touching hands as well. <laughs> We're in a world where microtransactions are rife and FIFA makes £800 million a year, which is more than the game itself. Fortnite in one month made £200 million, just off loot boxes, and we're currently in a stage where the UK government is discussing whether or not they are illegal. Officially, it's still a discussion that's going on. Yeah, so what was that news you were going to say earlier that you wouldn't Right, this is breaking news. So we've obviously had the UK government talking about if it's uh, illegal and if it's gambling, if it's immoral. Um, we had responses from EA themselves saying that they disagree adamantly with the decisions of the government. But the, they said, we have an ongoing commitment to player safety and well-being whenever they are playing our games and engaging in our communities. We will continue to look at how our contribu uh, contribution to production research and solutions to the topics raised in this report. So basically they disagree and they're just fanning around pretending that they give a shit. Yeah, you've got to protect those surprise mechanics. Yep. Um, obviously, you have people uh, saying that they are surprise mechanics, and they are actually quite fun, were some of the words that uh, yeah. came out from the uh, the defences, at which point um, they, they literally are. got mocked by no, the, the no, people in the committee. I'm not going to lie, you buy a loot box, whether you've paid physical, like actual money for it, or whether you've earned it through in-game play, you open a fucking... Loot box. And the only time I've opened any kind of loot system and been excited is on Halo, because it's Halo. And then I get like a new assassination and be like, oh yes, I'm gonna try this out. It is exciting. No, it's not. Not to that level. It is. Sure. I'm like, it's me and Halo, so you know, if you put it on Overwatch, I'm like, oh great, I've got a new skin for that monkey. I don't really care. But on Halo, it's a new assassination. It's gonna, it's gonna change. Okay, so if, you, if you're saying you should that be, you should, you should do an advert for them. You can be the guy they film opening a loot crate who jumps out of his chair and throws his fist in the air. <laughs> a new skin. Yeah. yeah. See, it wasn't a skin like the, an assassination is a new animation, and it, it's so much nice to see in gameplay when you're already getting like an assassination is like ah. I've killed you in this cool snazzy way, and now I get to do this fancy animation. So what you're but talking about is, is gameplay item that should be in the game to begin with. Yeah, but why sell them? That's that's the issue, I think. Why not? Like this, the one thing that I would never understand about loot boxes and complaining is it's a product. So like, why does the game cost what the game costs? Because it does. You spend the money. So if you don't buy all the loot boxes, don't buy them. It, it's there's a certain degree, not in all of them, but in some, there's a certain degree of manipulation. Like uh, Shadow of War is a good example. It was a, a fun enough game, but they purposely made the end to get the true ending. You had to go through something stupid like 60 hours of grinding, of doing stuff you've already spent the entire game doing, purposely stretching it out in the hope that you would get bored enough to pay to skip the section. Well, see, I think that's a definition because it's, it's loot boxes existing, are they gambling, should they be made legal, whatever, and then there's developers deliberately manipulating games to sell loot boxes. Now, that's mm. underhanded and shit and really, really crap, but... It doesn't mean necessarily that the loot box themselves is inherently bad. It just means that their developers pushed you in that direction. It's like true. It's no different to when you used to go back in the day and you'd have map packs on games, and your map pack would drop. I, and I disagree. It is different. Cause, I mean, I would pay for DLC all day long. But, but a loot box doesn't divide the community. I'd much rather people buying loot boxes than going back to the days of oh, I've bought this map pack for my favourite game. Are you guys going to buy it? No. Oh, okay. I guess when we all play together, we'll stick to the maps on the disc. But you're talking about particularly about Halo, which was a 
Halo, Halo, Halo 4 and some CODs. Halo 5 made... every Halo map. Um, Halo 5... No, didn't. <laughs> sure I did. Trust me, I, I remember getting very frustrated that I wasn't unlocking achievements in the new map packs because you guys didn't have them. But the games now are saying uh, characters are free, like Overwatch, uh, future maps and modes are free, like Halo 5, uh, events are free, like Fortnite. But of course they then go on to the using little bonuses and little perks and like you said the assassinations Overwatch has skins in these loot boxes is that better or worse than FIFA where they have a year of pressure that you've got to get this best ultimate team which is then deleted the Fox next year EA are lawing to themselves though like there's, there's, there's loot boxes and their general existence then there's EA yeah. like I'm tired I have there's not been many years I've not bought an NHL game and I'm over the years I'm tired of watching the focus of that game becomes solely based on my team but it's the same for all EA sports games it's in their NFL games, it's obviously in FIFA, it's in NHL, and it's just, look at this game mode where you need loot boxes, and they're all card packs, it's basically a loot box, they can rest it up however they want, it might be a pack of cards, but it's still a loot mechanic, mm. or a surprise mechanic, and it's annoying because that's the focus of the game, I'm not buying an NHL game to open random fucking packs and get some mishmash punch, um, I won that game, so like my favourite team, but Brian, they give you a sense of pride and accomplishment. No, but it, to me it's still like, if, if they're forcing the game if they're changing the game to kind of accommodate the loot boxes, like EA seem to do, go fuck yourself. If it's just in the game, like it is saying Overwatch and has no real gameplay construction, like mechanic, or Halo where you just get skins and different stuff, apart from Warzone, which is an entire game mode developed to sell loot boxes, but it was shit anyway. I don't have a problem with it. Because I'm, I'm tired of this whole, well, it's predatory and oh, people can't yeah, resist. Well, no, it's not their that's fault. Thing it's not their fault you've bought it, like I said earlier. Is it McDonald's fault that you're fat? You made the point earlier that it's not so much how that they exist, but it's the way they're used, and the way they're used is the predatory part of it. And did, no, there's a difference between manipulating the gameplay of your game yeah, which to, that's to, predatory. to push, to push buying loot boxes, not prey. Push buying loot boxes. That's one thing you're deliberately manipulating the enjoyment of your game to try and sell loot boxes. Yeah. But how are they predatory? At no point are you forced to buy them. You're not forced to put your card details in. You're not like continually prompted after every match to buy them. Yes, it's always sat on the main menu. You know, I don't. I don't think it's predatory, and it's not. It's like walking into a crack den with a bag of crack, walking up to walking past, going, "Anyone want some? Anybody? Anybody? But, but anybody? Who's, who's, who's into loot boxes? Like again, you're, you're asking you're asking a free enterprise, a business, to accommodate people's own issues. It's not McDonald's fault that you're fat. It's your into, fault for buying them. So if you've wasted it, it ten grand in, on loot boxes, it's your fault for buying them. But it goes into it's if it's the addiction side of it that. Fair enough, I get your point that it's ultimately the responsibility of the person. Do they buy them or not? That's their choice. But it's, I mean, like, there's a, a case where people in schools now sometimes get picked on when playing Fortnite if they have a default skin. There's a massive like, amount of peer pressure. In, I disagree with you because, for example, yeah. FIFA Ultimate Team, well, you've got to get the best Ultimate Team but your friends, you've got to get Play Ray B or C to compete. Yeah. Fortnite event skins come out you've got to have these skins all, all three of us we play a game <clears throat> fuck, uh, fuck buying a loot box like kids aren't getting called default at school yeah, because they, they aren't using skinned characters yeah again but then, but then you're asking a business to modify its practices because of other people's behaviour it, 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 to me it's kind of absurd like okay if kids... I don't know, part of it I'm kind of old fashioned in the sense that I think when you buy a game you buy the game, so if anything's in the game and it's been made for the game at that point, then it should be in there and you should be able to lock, unlock it in-game. Additional stuff like an expansion or DLC, I'm fine with that. 
and it's the grey area that's loot boxes that for most of the time are just crap like crap that you don't need crap that in some cases it used to be more pay to win than it is now and, and nowadays it's, it's more cosmetic but I just I don't understand it's it's greed, basically. Well, it's, just yeah, it's greed, greed because they work. Like it's not like one day the evil of loot boxes suddenly appeared and it all kind our, of did. and all our no, but it's not like they just appeared and we all went, oh, I'm not going to buy these. Why are they still here? They reason they're in the game. So people buy them, and I refuse. If they're making, they're making 800 million pounds a year from loot boxes, you're telling me that every single one of those pounds came from a poor person that was preyed upon and has some kind of addictive personality that's disorder. That's not even from. That's not even. That's yeah, just FIFA. That's just FIFA. So are you telling me that every single person who bought those is suffering from some sort of addiction disorder? They're not. People buy them because they enjoy the mode and they want the packs. If gamers stop buying them, they'll stop doing them. EA tried to introduce the online pass system. Gamers pretty much laughed their ass off and it disappeared because it wasn't supported by the consumers. But and if people stop buying loot boxes, they'll take them out of games. The problem is, is that you can blame, and this is going to sound horrible here, you can blame non-gamers. So for example... Well, it all started with mobile games, it didn't it? It started with Candy Crush. Um, 50p a go to get some more hearts or more lives. Yeah. And then the problem is, is like little kids will go, oh, I'll spend my £5, £10 pocket money on FIFA Ultimate Team. Um, it's got to a point now where mainstream media's picked up a bit more. We've had the BBC, Guardian, Telegraph picking up on the stories and talking about it. But, gentlemen, as of news that came in today, what does God think? What does God think? What does God think? So the Right Reverend Dr. Alan Smith, the Bishop of St. Albans, he represents the church. Didn't Jesus like trash a whole room with the gambling of the temple? He did, he used his loot box powers to abolish them. But that was a surprise mechanic. He back to life was surprising. he said that companies were flooding games with harmful products that were gambling with children's lives. The bishop is now calling on the government to ban the sale to children of video game loot boxes and game features which dispense randomised digital items described as gateway to gambling. This is of the telegraph.co.uk. His warning comes as Culture Select Committee last week said the loophole in UK gambling legislation that allows loot boxes to be sold to minors should be closed. So God doesn't like loot boxes, gentlemen. Do you want to annoy God? I'm not going to take advice from the church about how to protect children. The church has been flooding the community with things that are harmful to kids for years. So take a step back when it comes to loot boxes. He's the church's lead spokesman in gambling. He said the committee's report highlights what parents and guardians already sense. Seemingly innocuous games with chance loot boxes are turning children's innocent play into a gateway to gambling. You know what? Monitor your kids. Oh, little Barry, he spent four grand on FIFA. Or what were you doing at the time? Watch your goddamn child. Set up the parental controls to own the system. Your console is not a substitute parent. But again, this this comes back to a generation gap. We're in our 30s, and you've got gamers in their late 20s who are disgusted by this, they hate this, many YouTubers, many prominent figures in the gaming situation. You've got kids under, say, 15, and you've got parents, say, in their 40s or 50s, and those are two generations that... The kids don't care because their gaming has now has loot boxes in it and the parents don't understand it. So the whole... But it's your job as a parent. You buy the console, read the fucking manual. <laughs> the, the main console, will. Or go through, when you do the setup, go through the parental controls, it's in the settings. Or even the first time your kid spends money you didn't want him to, maybe, you know, call the company and they'll be like, oh, every time I call Microsoft to blag a refund out of them, it's always the same thing of... Unauthorized purchase by a minor, and they always go search for a passkey, and they talk you through the steps of how to do it. There is no, and how do you not? How 
if you're either oblivious or more well-off than you're claiming to be. If your kid spent a thousand pounds on loot boxes and you've not fucking noticed, either you're an idiot or fucking you're loaded so you don't care. There's not a grand in my bank. If my little brother tried to spend money in my bank, you'd get four loot boxes in and you'd get refused. <laughs> Are you saying, Ryan, you don't, you don't have any sympathy for the cliché story of a small child and a mum looking sad and then stern at the camera when it says... My son paid three thousand pounds for loot boxes, but and to be fair, get a refund. Like, I remember a story about oh, you don't when, stop. when no, 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 no. Um, your mum bought you GTA, and I'm sure you wouldn't have wanted your mum back then. Go like, okay, Ryan, here's Grand Theft Auto. Let me read the manual well, before I give it to you, <laughs> and one. let me load it up, and I'll set up the parental controls for you. Number one, I'll block your joy. This is the woman <laughs> that let me watch Alien when I was nine, so I don't think she'd have been that fussed. Uh, number two, GTA didn't have an age rating when it came out, so it, you know, people didn't really care. The original GTA was not age rated. <laughs> no, no, I agree, that's true. That's true. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, because I remember her coming in from the garden being like, It's sunny, Ryan, come outside! And I was like, No, I'm playing GTA. So what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm running some people over. And she was mortified and went, What have I bought you? And I'm like, GTA? And then she just kind of shrugged and went back into the garden. But, and that's why we have the loot box problem. But, but it's, it's like monitoring your kids. Like, I didn't bankrupt my mum by loot boxes because they didn't exist. But at the same time, just monitor your kids and watch what they're doing. Now, I'm not saying that some people don't fall prey to it. There's some people who've got addictive personality disorders. Maybe stop playing fucking FIFA. But you can argue that there's, like Daniel said, there's peer pressure for the younger ages because yeah. if I don't have Lionel Messi, whoever he is, in my FIFA team, in my <laughs> FIFA team, uh, kids are going to go, oh, who did you pick? Well, you need to get this player and the only two ways to get that in FIFA is to buy loot boxes and hope he appears and that's what every league in the world's on FIFA so that's in high chances or buy coins <laughs> to buy them off the stores but because the, it was the odds though. Like, yes, but because of getting that one, like it was something stupid like you, you were probably zero point just as likely to win the lottery as you were to zero, get to zero, one percent or yeah. buy them off a marketplace which is Regulated, really. The prices are regulated by gamers. Sell the character, like sell Lionel Messi for eight ninety nine. That's fair enough. Cause you know what you're getting. It's, it's one time purchase. I mean, but no, I take that back. Actually, like he's in don't the give game, them ideas. Just give him Lionel Messi. Or let him buy him using just in game credits but, that don't take three lifetimes to earn. But why why is this scene as unique? I don't understand why people are jumping on gaming as if gaming is the only place where this takes place. I'm addicted to a majority of TCGs. And that's exactly where I was about to ask oh, you. The amount of money I've spent on Magic, Transformers, TCG, Final Fantasy, TCG over the years. I go in, I buy a box of cards, cost me around 120 quid, and then I open them and go, oh, I didn't get the card I wanted. Why am I not just calling up Wizards of the Coast and being like, I didn't get a mythic card, can I have a refund? Daniel. That's how it works. You I... buy something, you don't know what you're going to get. There you go. Loot box works exactly the same way. But they tell you the odds to be like, I didn't get messy. Why not? Well, the odds are like 0.001%. They total, it's less than 1% is the phrase they use, which technically could mean zero. You've been told the odds, and to me that's the exact same as buying a pack of TCG cards. Because I'm told, is. I know the odds of getting a Mythic card, I know the odds of getting a lot of messy, I'm choosing to buy them. There you go, why isn't our support group or angry Daily Mail mums going, Ryan's spent too much money on Final cards, and Square won't give me a refund. It's like, so? You get into the, the argument of physical property, because you can probably get something of value to make some degree of that money back, which I don't agree with personally, but that's but, another but argument. But people say that, like, oh, well, you're getting something physical that has a resale value. Yes, 
but I'm not surprised when I buy a loot box and things don't fall out my Xbox. Again. I know I'm buying digital content when I buy digital content. I know I'm getting physical content when I'm physical content. So to argue that you can somehow equate the two when you know what you're not getting or are getting when you go in doesn't work to me because it's a, well, it didn't fall out of the telly. Well, yeah, he's not messing and a climb through like it's the fucking ring. Like, you know you're buying digital content, so to be annoyed that the digital content you're buying has no resale value when you knew that going in, you're an idiot. If Lionel Messi climbed out of Lee's television, he still wouldn't have. He'd be surprised. So, Daniel, but the thing is, though, Ryan is making the point of that people need to do their research like they do in any other, any other medium or such. But yes. this is the point. Ryan is in his early 30s. Yep. And he's played card games many, many years ago, way before gaming got to the point it is. Yep. Is Ryan just old enough to understand that it's simply a purchase and a choice. I think there's a Easy. difference of, of opinion, because, I mean, we're the same age. We both got into Final Fantasy, <clears throat> and neither of us buy loot boxes in games, but I stopped with the trading cards for the same reason, like, or a similar reason, that they were getting released so fast, and I couldn't keep up with them. And I had, I suppose, the awareness to think, like, that I'm just going to keep sinking money into this and I can't keep up. I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do, so I'll stop. Whereas some people, and you, you can say, again, it's their personal choice that they choose to keep buying them, but at some extent there are those people that can't resist temptation. Yeah, but why is it the rest of the world or private businesses' responsibility to protect consumers from themselves? Because, we're, particularly with FIFA, they're like, for the whole year, here you are, Ryan, buy cards, buy cards, buy cards, oh, oh, it's, it's the next year nearly, buy more cards anyway, oh, FIFA 20 rolls out, here's your cards, throw them away, buy them back again, buy them all over again. And well, yeah, but again, people, like, it, to me, it's, I don't, and for the record, I don't put loot boxes in games, I don't, I hate them when they're tied to gameplay, and... Although, actually, I didn't really hate them in Battlefront 2 because I haven't got 70 hours a week to play to unlock Darth Vader, so I don't really mind giving you a tenner to try and unlock him. But that's beside the point. I don't normally buy them, but I know what I'm doing going in. Like, this is, this is my point. Like, it's not a business's job to protect you from yourself. Like, but, but I don't go to Tesco and get to the self-checkout and a lady comes over and goes, Oh, Ryan, the nutritional value of your trolley is really low. Like, she's, no one's there to stop me from eating crap. It's maybe they me. should. Well, yeah, maybe they should. But, like, maybe they should. But no one's asking Tesco to do that, but people are screaming about protect kids, protect kids from loot boxes. And it's like, that's the parent's job. You can also it's make no one else's job. This, this new mainstream media attention may do that. Because if, if the government say loot boxes should be classified as gambling, and therefore the game should have the same warnings on them as violence, drugs sex if it is classified as gaming I believe it will literally kill Ultimate Team bring it up gone and done Ooh, how, been, how long have you been to Casino you've been to Casino no you obviously because be. I'm aware that I have <laughs> poor impulse control okay. and would lose way too much money in a casino so shock horror I don't go into a casino I would go up to one table and put, go right £100 on red I would take my chance yeah. I would go for my chance of win or loss well, you'd feel like an idiot when you're like, oh, I, well... But, yeah, but, but I, get, I get Daniel's point that, like, we're free adults who don't suffer from any kind of compulsion disorder and can set those limits for ourselves. And I do empathise with people that, don't can't, we? that can't do that. I understand, I, and I feel sorry for them. I'm not saying, fuck them, who cares? All I'm saying is, it's not business's responsibility 
Like, it's either their own responsibility, fundamentally, uh, their friends, their loved ones, their family. In the case of kids, it's the parental responsibility. Like, business shouldn't have to police itself because people suffer from whatever they're suffering from. They should be. In this day and age, they they are expected to do that. Um, It's it's almost like a, a... I suppose a duty of care. To Are they? Are they? Because people are screaming about loot boxes, but no one's trying to stop the sale of bump stocks in the states. No, you can completely shoot the fire rate on your semi-automatic rifle now yeah, with a bump stock. The USA, that's com- like completely separate to, to the UK. Like that's almost like. But again, that's you're well. talking about. But we have a knife crime problem, and the knife sales on knives aren't particularly restricted. I can go. I've got seven knives over there that could probably kill both of you right now. But, 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 a, but a knife and a gun isn't aimed, well, maybe in America, but it's not aimed as a byproduct of a children's entertainment device. Where com- the computer but, games in question have got these modes on which are aimed specifically to be like, oh, do this, do this, build this. Did you see the NBA 2K trailer? Well, the, the slot machine. Yes. Which like, was, these aren't gambling <laughs> ring. <laughs> for 1 minute 40 of showing off their ultimate team mode, which had roulettes. Slot machines, yeah. one-armed bandits, two YouTubers lying through their teeth, getting yeah. characters on a spin wheel, which would probably not be on even on the spin wheel. Hey, and it's a case of it's like they don't even care about their own fans. They've gone, here's the new basketball game. Yeah, you know, swish from the deep and all of the basketball. I mean, number one, need is Bob uh, Bob Dylan. Number one, is it Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. No, Bob Geld off to walk in the background and go, just give us your fucking money. But again, like. I don't know what people don't really buy NBA games so they need to make money somewhere and two if, if that's in the trailer and they're advertising that as a feature and you know you've got a problem with compulsion disorders don't buy the fucking game but in if the first someone place. has a problem with compulsion disorders they can't go oh I'm not going to do it because they've got a problem with a compulsion the argument that's a bit more relevant to us and it's the impact on quality of games so well, that's Deus Ex entirely different issue the most recent Deus Ex they had multiplayer or some form of, of half-assed multiplayer forced in because the publisher demanded of the developer that they have a way of forcing microtransactions in so they got less time to work on the single player campaign the multiplayer side of it was shit it was basically like time trials that you compare to your friends I suppose whilst I don't suffer from any <coughs> compulsions I, I do but not in this sense I think we've all got we all got look, the things that I'm saying about compulsion issues is that I, for example, struggle to go past a Greg's without wanting a, well, a cheeky little biscuit or a cookie, for example. But well, I usually Greg's fight that. Should Greg's hire someone to stand at the door and go, "No meal. This is your seventh yum yum since Tuesday." No, but should the government regulate how many yum yums you can have? Should you get your stamp book like it's rationing again and go, "Neil, you've ran out of yum yum vouchers." No. I'd, I'd fight the government in the streets exactly. if they did that. But the, the, the problem is, is, like you said, is that these are computer games that on the, in the cases, usually in the trailers of an intent NBA, they don't specify yeah. these in-game purchases I mean, the way they recent, are. This is what the question about you being manipulative is, is about. But it's like they got around if having to, to declare it on the case. Yes. Because they were said um, you have to declare on the, the case that there's in-game transactions and they disguised that as like there's paid DLC for this game. And they waited a few weeks and then well, put, but it was put the boxes it, in. It was yeah. much like in-game purchases available. Like, and that sounds pretty transparent to me. In-game purchases, like you can buy things in this game. But that's, that's what the regulations are looking for. That's fine. But the problem is in-game purchases means I'm buying, I'm buying, as Daniel said, a character for a game. Or buying a pack like in which you are not told what's in it. And there's chances to do with it, to do with the value of that purchase. 
is gambling. That's yeah. the same as gambling. If I go to a casino and I put chips on 10 of the 20 colours, my chances are 50-50. And then someone will say, you've put this much money on it and you'll win this much. If I go into a, if you go to a loot box, say FIFA, and you've got like bronze, silver and gold, the game will just say, oh, you've got a rare chance of getting one character or an unrare chance of getting two characters or you've got a chance of three characters in certain... You do not know what you're getting. Like I said ages ago, it'd be fine to me if you could buy... It's a Manchester United pack. You can only get Manchester United items. But they don't do that. They don't do that. They did in another Call of Duty game more recently because they actually shoehorned a lobby in. Yes. So that you, if one of us opened a loot box... It just broadcast for everyone like Ryan Neil. He's opening a loot box. Come see what he's got. <laughs> I mean, Neil screwed because he's got the worst case of FOMO ever. But it's, I don't. A lot of it is. I, I'm not. I'm not pro loot boxes. I just. I'm just worried that people are expecting companies, whoever they are, especially EA, but I'm particularly like them. EA are cunts. They're like the. They you give them an inch and they will take a mile. Yeah, they're like the, my biggest issue with loot boxes is that because they make so much money from them, they've steadily ruined the NHL games yeah. by focusing so much on Ultimate Team that my favorite mode, franchise mode, pretty much gets neglected every year. And it's like you can now change how much salt's on the fries. And it's like, yeah. well, that's not really changing the gameplay, is it? You get that smug cunt come out every year. He's like, oh, I'm the head of EA and I'm selling you 25 <laughs> games that we've made the same fucking one for the last 10 years. But, but that's yeah. that's that's all games though. Like you'll buy. You'll buy any annual release. You'll you'll buy one, and they're working on the one two years away. Like yeah. it's how annual releases work. And EA would look pretty much all into themselves, and they're probably the worst culprits yeah. for loot boxes and microtransactions out there. But as a whole, it's your own choice. But has it gone out of hand? Because, for example, you had games that had day one DLC. So remember Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. Uh, day one DLC didn't mind because that no? circumvented the whole pre-owned thing. Right. Like, I've always said piracy. Basically, if, if the developers don't get their cut, then they're going to be less inclined to make new games, uh, they take less risks, and the quality of games suffers. So in order, because they made no money, like let's say I buy a game, and that the developer gets the money for that one game, mm-hmm. I pass it to Ryan, Ryan plays through, enjoys it, but the developer receives nothing. He then passes it to you, same thing again. The developer's made one game's worth of profit. So by doing day one DLC, they're ensuring, if you want all the DLC... The developer gets their money's worth, and it's, it's the boundary of a lot of times. I think it's the publishers that want the the microtransactions rather than the developers. So yeah, I mean, they're all at, they're all at the kind of chopping block with the publisher. Like, is that thing again? Money gets money. So, like, you've got like again, use Deus Ex as an example. Um, Weird Minecraft, example. We're talking about making money in in the most recent Deus Ex. They made single player. EDOS Montreal were all like, yep, sorted, that's fine. And the publisher, who had no hand in the game, but they have enough money to say, yeah, we'll distribute your game, we'll pay for the marketing, we'll pay for all this, but you have to do this for us. They shoehorned microtransactions in, which detracted from the quality of the game because they want their pound of flesh. Yeah, but, uh, but it still fundamentally falls down to the gamer's responsibility, both as a group and individuals. If you don't like the business practice, for whatever reasons you don't like it, don't buy the product. So, I'm going to quote the Oxford Dictionary definition of the word gamble. Gamble, verb. Play games of chance for money, bet, a.k.a. he gambles on football. Uh, Or, number two, take a risky action in the hope of a desired result. He was gambling on the success of his satellite TV channel. I didn't really get that second definition, but there we go. Um, Yes or no, is it gambling, Daniel? Yes, because right. you don't implicitly know what you're getting. 
even though some of them say you've got a chance of this and a chance of that, but that's just odds like in a lottery or a casino. No one's sat there, like using FIFA for example, let's say Ryan was a footballer, no one's sat there going, oh I hope I get my 23rd Ryan Perro, that you're hoping for a particular thing, that you're playing an odds game which essentially is gambling, especially when money is involved. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree it's gambling, but I don't inherently think that means it's a bad thing. Oh, I mean, gambling's legal in the UK. You can go, there's, there's a casino like 100 yards from my house. But the, the There's betting shops on every high street. The thing, the problem that the government are worried about, and I could probably say this is linked into like the sugar aspect as well, is that we've had gambling for thousands and hundreds of years. <laughs> we've had... <laughs> well, <laughs> I imagine like the Indian reservations back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> then the best example of gambling in America. No, but you've got, for example, people addicted to foods, they're addicted to... Sex, they're addicted to drugs, they're addicted to gambling. The problem is, is now the government, have, remember on these energy drinks, they've got the sugar and energy yeah. drinks. Kids now are having examples of being addicted to sugary drinks in excesses, and now realising it in computer games, there is that gambling element there. Well, the, the government's response to the sh- like obesity crisis and sugar levels was a sugar tax. So what, they're going to introduce a loot box tax? Probably. So, yeah, very likely. And that probably... I think EA would share the money instead of what happened in Belgium where they've just lost that market completely. But, yeah, what happened with that? Because they just turned around. Didn't EA just turn around and be like, oh, fuck it, we're selling it anyway? I think just yeah, like, I mean, I they, they Belgium just, back down. They just basically was like, we're not taking them out. And yeah, Belgium and, like, oh shit, well, um, oh, um, oh, we can't do anything. Uh, but, EA agrees to remove FIFA loot boxes in Belgium because they don't have any choice of the laws in their place so they've lost Belgium's a big football country they've got one of the best teams in the world um, I don't know what other games they do play there or how popular gaming is there but they've lost a Europe and it's, Belgium is not what? a small European country they're one of the big major countries so it can happen there it can happen anywhere else well, what actually happens if so say our government turn around tomorrow and say yes loot boxes is 100% gambling what happens so would that restrict the sale of FIFA to people 18 and above? Because that's the age you need to be yes. gambled. Yes. 16 in the test lottery. Uh, would, if, if loot boxes were to stay, the game would have to be classified at a much higher certificate rating yeah. and say there's gambling okay. involved in Either game. make it an 18 rating. And then maybe it might not be, may, it might be possible it's not allowed to be sold in computer game shops because they don't sell other gambling products in there. Maybe Ladbrokes will have to have it on their shelves instead. Okay, but, yeah, but if, if, I mean, the only real major kind of gaming retailer left in the UK is pretty much Game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way Game are going to want to take the hit of not selling FIFA. So if they have to have a gambling license to sell FIFA, Game will get a gambling license. I don't think that's. Nah, if, I don't think they, they wouldn't. I don't think that's the case because you remember that's just one shop: Tesco, Microsoft Store, PlayStation Store. It's more like we're having. Wait, 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 wait. The majority of supermarkets sell lottery, so they're already legally allowed. No, that's my point. You've got so, places that have those elements, but I think what's more to happen is two things happen. The loot boxes will be taken out by air completely because yeah. they don't have a choice. Because I'm it's up to the government. Yeah, it's up to the government. Yeah. Obviously, it's happening in Belgium, or they'd have to have a certificate. Can you imagine going into a game shop and having FIFA as an 18 okay, rated game? This, is, this was the second part of my question. So, assuming they're made declared as gambling, then they're given an 18 or 16 certificate. Do you think that's actually going to stop anything? Because how many kids out there do you know playing Red Dead Redemption 2 or Grand Theft Auto Online that aren't of age to buy that game? I worked at game for years and would tell parents when they brought GTA to the counter, this game features sexual violence, violence, drug abuse, all the the things present and prevalent in GTA in most games nowadays. I would tell the parents and they'd go, yeah, it's just the game. So if I'm telling them, this game's got gambling in it, the same response is going to be, okay, whatever, so it's not going to affect anything. I anyway. think possibly yes, because with things like Grand Theft Auto, it's just, oh, it's this 
crime game. But if you say to someone, again, yeah, if you say to someone, if the parent walks, they say, let's play, let's role play. I'm going to be Percy Parent and go, oh, Ryan Perro, game employee, this FIFA game is a 15. Why is that? Because it's got gambling mechanics in it. Oh, um, but there's only two questions you can ask this, isn't you? Do they, do they go, do you mean actual gambling or computer game gambling? No, like, no, they can spend real money to get digital content. Bam, that's when, it was, that's when stuff will happen. That's where the ownership comes in, though. Yes. It's like, as much as like parents came... Like, we talked about this when we worked at game. If a parent comes up to you and says uh, they want to buy GTA, and you tell them everything, they're like, eh, fair enough, I'll buy them anyway. Then there's no grounds to complain when their son becomes a, a gambling addict who beats his wife. When your son becomes a a gambling addict and you look back at, I wonder what caused it, and you determine that it's FIFA, like flashback to that time where in the shop they were warned, like your son can do this with real money. Yeah, but but then all you're doing then is removing the onus of responsibility from the parent who you know who's had and raising this child to. Retailers, you're basically saying that the person who's trying to get their way through uni, who's working a horrible retail job for a boss who's a twat, who has then got to tell every single parent on FIFA launch day, of which I've worked several, this kid has gambling, this kid has gambling, this kid has gambling. Like, it's not fair to put that on the retailers when it's the parental responsibility. And that's just the thing as a kid, when it comes to adults, there are plenty of adults that it's the gambling now. And I don't see Jim Sterling or anyone else crusading to try and stop Ladbrokes or Bet666 or Paddy Power. They're not doing it. But the so the gambling's not the problem, is it? Gambling's the problem. The problem is I can't deal with this properly. Therefore, we're all complaining about it. It's like maybe you should... talking, Mister Microsoft. What complaint number are you on now? Complaining about my ability, my ability to gamble on a game. I'm complaining the same shit, and I want a refund. But you my, you my just point is about people complaining to place responsibility on their fundamental decision to buy a bad game and then work yeah, if, I'm, if I'm going to use people if, if companies are going to have lax refund policies I'm going to take advantage of it likewise with the people in the whole loot box thing if they have lax policies that they can somehow blame they will do that so by, by hitting them with the facts when they buy that game it's not going to fix the problem and I agree with that but at the same time it's, it's a lot easier to turn around well shame on you as a parent you were told this you decided that the responsibility is yours. Like yeah, so yours. All, all you're doing then is basically giving developers and publishers an excuse to go, well, you've still been bankrupted by Sam, spending four grand out of your bank account on loot boxes. But you, but, but you knew about it when you bought the game. It's not going to stop the problem. It's just giving EA and other publishers like them a cop out of going, well, you were told, but you're already but told. Because think... the back of the box clearly states in-game purchases. How big yeah, a warning yeah, tiny, do you want? Tiny little yeah. box. How, tiny, how big a warning do you want? Box. Do you want me to go around set the game up with them and go look if you press here that's going to put card details in how about don't you put your card details right, in so the fucking system alright question when and I, we've all been in this situation in the past but when people when parents bought GTA for their kids yes. how often would an employee in a store tell them you probably shouldn't buy this every well personally in my life, every single time Every single time, A, it was fun to win all the kids, and B, <laughs> it was my moral responsibility when I clearly know this game's going to be given to someone it's not designed for. Now, personally, I don't really see an issue with kids playing games. I watched Alien when I was nine. I gamed all the way up. I was playing games that were way older than for me when I was younger, and it had no adverse effects on me. We get to the whole gaming cause violence bullshit at some point, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, I just if the, the problem with loot boxes consistently stays around because gamers, be they hardcore or casual or whoever, 
continue to buy them. And I refuse to believe that the majority of the £800 million EMA from FIFA was from poor, victimised people. The majority of them were from a lot of people, millions of people spending small amounts of money. They talk about whales, people who spend lots and lots of money on loot boxes. They're going to be the rare exception. The reason these make money is because, as a general rule, general consumers support them financially. Stop doing that. It goes away. You can legislate it all you want. It's still going to happen if people want to, and people clearly want to, because they enjoy Ultimate Team. It's the only game mode on FIFA that the majority of my friends are able to play. They don't play season mode, they don't play like fucking EHL. EHL Online, what the fuck it's called now, is the only mode worth playing on EHL now, really, if you're in Canada, because no one else fucking plays the game. Trying to get a game on that in England is fucking impossible. Franchise mode is all abandoned. Pretty much everyone plays Ultimate Team. Because it's a popular game mode, and it's not popular because of loot boxes. They like it because they like the game mode. Loot boxes are a happy financial bonus for the company. I personally think that loot boxes aren't going anywhere. It's like Ryan said when I open them on Overwatch, and especially during the events, yeah. I do go, oh, because you see these colours spin up in the air, and I see a gold one, and I go, oh, I've got a gold one. But yeah, there, yeah. Is an exciting, there is an exciting thing about loot boxes, and I think especially with kids at a younger age now using loot boxes is not just a, oh, that's fun. In a lot of games, they are an active reason to get something, to do something in game, to play something, whether it be peer pressure or not. I don't think they're going anywhere, and I think regardless of I think laws like right. Belgium, they will stay. Again, because this is a Jim Sterling quote that I do remember, he's said countless times, regulate the games developers should regulate this themselves before they push it to the point where someone regulates it for them. And I've... But everything has its day in the sun, so at some point they'll fade out and disappear. Or maybe they won't. I don't but think they will. I, I don't think, think regulation's going to do anything. Well, so to quote... We'll do all that needs to do. Well, if it's regulation. Especially in what? So they are giving them a choice of basically adhere to these terms or don't sell the but game. But there's no there. worldwide regulation. So, okay, Belgium, no loot boxes. Say yeah. next tomorrow, UK, no loot boxes. Yeah. That's a tiny, tiny splash in the ocean compared to FIFA sales. I well, mean, even you say that, say that to the freaking Australian EA guy. He's like, it is a drop in the ocean. But he's not going to want to do it. He would rather sell the game in these countries without them than risk not selling them in the country, which will then put pre- well not put pressure, but other countries will see that and think, oh well, actually, yeah, we'll get in before them with that. Like the, the mayor of Hawaii was one of the first people to try and get that cut out in games in Hawaii. So then, as that, it will just gain momentum, and they'll have to regulate it. Or well, what Ryan said, where they go, oh, hang on. Cigarettes and everything else makes a bit of money here. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll get, get some tax. It'll just get taxed. They could do. I mean, if the government so has anything to go on. Belgium then. said uh, officials in Belgium have determined that loot boxes violate the country's gambling laws, and if publishers don't remove the games, they face jail time and fines. Specifically, games like FIFA, Counter Strike, and Overwatch. Oh, well, it's all different now, lads. So to wrap up, I think we all agree it's gambling. Yep. Yep. Yes. Do we buy loot boxes? I don't. Have, um, you ever, have any of you ever bought loot boxes? I refuse to. Yes. I mean, I have done. I've bought the, the odd few ones, like one Halo 5. I know you're on Dragon Age Inquisition. Dragon Age. Yeah. There, there was a, a few games where I've bought a few, but I've never bought enough. I mean, God, it's been however long now since I bought some, because we talked about Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yep. How I didn't buy the game because... A new part of that, if I wanted to do well, I felt like I'd have to buy loot uh, loot boxes. So I would rather not buy the game than buy the game and risk contributing to them. Because my main concern over everything we've touched on tonight is that I think they degrade the overall quality of the game as a whole so that they can be shoehorned in. Ryan, agree or disagree? 
I agree with Daniel. I agree with their gambling. I agree because I think in some cases they do manipulate gameplay to, the, to try and force you to buy loot boxes. But again, I don't think regulation might do anything. It, it's pointless. It will most likely just get taxed. So are we looking at a lost battle? If it's I, think, I don't, I don't think it's a lost battle because I think the majority of angry gamers who are angry about loot boxes were a vocal minority. I, I don't, clearly, if then with EA making £800 million a year off of one of their titles... Uh, clearly we're the minority so I don't think the, the problems is as widespread it's kind of like with the way media is disseminated nowadays with social media and YouTube and that kind of stuff it's all I'm going to if I watch one video that's angry about loot boxes I'm going to see 10 more videos about angry loot box people and it's like, oh this is, a, this is a lot of people and you look at the financial figures for how much money loot boxes make and clearly we're the vocal minority so I don't think they're going anywhere because yeah, it's I not enough of a problem I think games Worldwide. have like an ob- obligation in some sense to to not support them if if you or if anyone agrees with me um, about them affecting the overall quality. The more this is allowed to go on, the more they're going to become a, a fundamental part of the game. Where it's not just about buying the game; it's about buying the game and investing regularly into the game. The freemium model on mobiles works because it's a free game that makes its money off free. Uh, purchases in that game whereas if I mean, I'll say $60 because it's what I'm used to hearing Jim starting to back but in, in England you're looking 40 to £50 pounds, thereabouts for a game to then be nickel and dimed to get more cards and, and spend money on buying what's already in that game that you've already paid for for 40 to £50 pounds, do you know what I would do if I was to circumvent the boring shit that you have to do or you either pay money or you do the boring shit and grind to earn a pittance of points to then buy an in-game. No, it drives me nuts when Tim Sterling says that. You're either against loot boxes in principle or you're not. You can't pick and choose where you find them acceptable. You, you, no, he's, he's against them, but that's the point that he makes as for um, why how they began. I think, they I can't be acceptable in freemium games and not acceptable in the game. It, if, but, if it's unacceptable it, because it's a credit if you practice and it's gambling and it takes advantage of people who have addictive compulsive disorders right. it can't be it can't be acceptable you in one area and not somewhere else he's not saying it's okay in, or he kind of is saying it's okay in one sense and not in the other but it's the, the almost the, the justification of you shouldn't have to pay again for something that you've paid for already whereas if you sell me something and then proceed to sell me individual bits that are already in the hole that shouldn't happen Regardless of the moral aspect of it, that shouldn't happen as, as a sale. Whereas, if you give me something for free and sell me little add-ons to, to go with it over time, that's it's, it's justifiable from a business perspective because that's how they make their money. They're not having the, the best of both worlds. Like, oh, I'll have a, a bit of cake from this one and eat that and a bit of cake from over here. Okay. You, you pick one or okay, the other. Well, to respond to that briefly, because we're running over time here... Number one, if you buy a game that has loot boxes and you pay for the game, that's again the onus is on you, your responsibility. If you know this game contains loot boxes and don't want to support them, don't buy the product in the first place. Mm. If, and I don't see an excuse for it, if I give you a game for free, yep. I'm only giving you that game because I know I'm going to push the microtransactions. So yep. if you're playing Candy Crush and then the game's free, but then every 20 seconds it's coming up saying buy loot boxes, buy lives, or you've got to wait 45 minutes to play the game again, that's expired and that's pushing it. It's not acceptable in a freemium game just because the game's free. If at point of purchase, you know as a consumer if you're for or against loot boxes if the product initially contains loot boxes and you pay 60 quid for it or whatever much you pay for it you know it's there so don't buy the product in the first place if you don't agree with what's in it that argument kind of I think goes outside of the, the terms of the loot crate so you'd be talking more or I was talking more about the, the business model in and of itself like the two different ways of making money fundamentally I disagree with loot boxes 
in whatever form. But I can understand the, the two differences. Like, it's you basically give someone something for free now and charge them over time, or you sell them something now and and that sale is, is the end of it. But they're a business that they're there to make money. Why not make money, then make little bits of money as time goes on? Well, they need the all aspect. the money. Oh, yeah, they yeah, need every bit of money. But it's, it's capitalism and it's the way businesses grow. Like every like year on year, companies want to grow. It's how capitalism works. It might not be perfect, but it's the system we've got. Yeah, but and we make excuses for it like that. And that's going to lead to games being a pile of crap where <coughs> you literally buy... Maybe well, like, the if the quality of game drops, people won't buy it. And that's my entire point. If, if loot boxes get to the point where the only way a game functions is through loot boxes... Sales of that game will drop and they will be full addressed. So why, if people are against right. loot boxes now, hang on, let me finish. If people are already against loot boxes, why wait for the degradation of the game's quality in a decade's time to be completely used? Do it now, take the financial stand now, and stop buying the games. Well, it's a subject that will go on and on in arguments. I presume it will go on in the governments and the YouTubers as well. Uh, for that, and of course, subjects and who's responsible in company-wise is a subject for another day. I'll say goodbye to Daniel. Goodbye. And goodbye to Ryan. Bye. And you know what? I fancy going to a casino.